everybody welcome back this is inside fitness radio presents total fitness podcast my name is matthew i'm walter and today we are talking about making yourself uncomfortable and uh kind of taking precedence over your life and making sure that you are driven to continue living a better life now the reason we're getting on this topic is i watched a movie the other day which was called lone survivor basically the premise is this ex uh, or this uh, Navy SEAL at the time, he's an ex-Navy SEAL now, um, was in this horrible firefight. Um, he was the only one that survived in his uh, in his small group. And his story is just crazy. Go watch the movie. If you if you want to read up about the Navy SEAL, his name is Marcus Luttrell. And of course, I went down the rabbit hole of watching David Goggins and Jocko and all these guys. Now, Walter and I both have done things in our life that make us uncomfortable. Definitely not to the extent of a Navy SEAL. <laughs> no, we're not talking about the negative things. We're talking about the positive things. <laughs> um, and that's what we want to talk about today. We want to talk about why you do need to actually make yourself uncomfortable and what is the reason why people in this day and age are totally content with being comfortable. And we're not saying it's necessarily a bad thing, and we'll get into that, but um, we, we do want to talk about that today because it has become an issue within society where people are just more than willing to take their foot off the gas and just sit back and coast and kind of wish instead of do. So what do you have to say about that? Well, I mean, wishing is never going to accomplish anything. We know that, you know, um, if, if you, the problem with just doing that and wishing is that eventually you wake up and you go, what the hell did I do with my life? You know, it's fine to do that early and you don't realize the consequences but eventually as time passes you get to be an old guy like me if you haven't done anything with your life you go i don't have much time left what am i going to do what the right so i i think it's dangerous to be comfortable all the time we know that as as uh, a species we didn't start off comfortable all the time we started off being extremely uncomfortable and having to live under the heat, the cold, whatever it was. Do we have food? Now it's too easy and we don't have anything to stimulate us to carry on and, and improve. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if, if you look at evolutionary standards and survival of the fittest, well, the fittest are, the, are those who do something. I'm not talking about the gym. I'm talking about do something to improve your life. That's how you improve. Uh, you don't, uh, the species doesn't improve or evolve. You don't evolve unless you're making yourself uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, and that's a great point. Like we were just talking about this. There's nothing in today's day and age in a Western society that's really pushing you to be, be uncomfortable for the most part. You could coast through life. If you are middle-class, even lower-class, you know, and I mean, shit, if you even want to go as far as saying somebody living on the streets, and again, I'm not saying that they're comfortable at, in any means, so please do not take this the wrong way, but you do have easier access to, you know, especially in a bigger city like Toronto, Vancouver, you do have easier access to food kitchens. You do have easier access to public uh, water fountains and all this sort of stuff. You're not doing what they, you know, our ancestors used to do where it was hunting for food. You were um, you had to forge for water and you had to purify the water. You had to cook it over a fire just to make sure you didn't get sick from it. Like, you know, I wake up. If you had a fire, if you had a fire, you still had to make the fire. <laughs> you know, I wake up, I fill up my water bottle from my tap water 
and I drink it and I am fine. No sickness, no bacteria. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, and that's it. It's, it's very easy to wake up and, and drink this water. In certain areas, because let's face it, there that's are also it. those places that are boiling their water in Canada right now. That's true. Do something government. Um, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. And sorry, I'm making a generalization here. I am like, I do want people to understand that. Like I am making a more than. And and Western society is different from, from South Africa. Exactly. Countries as well. You know, even South Africa, South America and places in Europe, places in the States even. But, um, but yeah, in, in terms of generalization, you could, you could have, um, you know, a nine to five job where you don't really have much responsibility. You kind of just, Sometimes you get your work done, you're good, and you get paid, and you go home at the end of the day. You don't have to bring work home. You, you play video games, you drink a beer, you eat some pizza, and you do it all again it's the next Netflix. Day. You watch Netflix, yeah. Yeah, and then on the weekends, you go out and you celebrate with friends or something. And, yeah, you save up. Uh, what, friends? What are those? What are you celebrating? I don't know. You go and you uh, celebrate drinking. with friends. What are you celebrating? You just spend an entire week. But that's it. How there's a there's a restaurant chain called Thank God It's Fridays because by by the time of the week of work is done, you're just like, oh, I can't wait to take another rest because you're just unhappy with what you're doing at work. And it's like when you get down to it, the reason we were we again, yes, we were talking about you know the lone survivor and these Navy SEALs and that, but Walter and I had a great discussion about his chiropractor asked him a question. And he said, why do you do this bodybuilding? Why do you do it? And I couldn't answer, except it's there. It is the thing I've chosen to push myself further than I've ever pushed myself before. It is the challenge that I've given myself. Now, there are other challenges coming up, like the bike ride to Montreal and stuff like that. But I needed, at the time I started really seriously bodybuilding, I needed that challenge, that thing that would define me, that would push me further than I'd gone before. And it was a great way to go. Now, his question was based on my age. Whoa, buddy. Um, And I am doing it because just because I'm my age doesn't mean I can't do it. No, I'm not competing with a 22-year-old. I don't have to look like a 22-year-old. I just have to look like the, the best 65 year old I can and later I'll have to look like the best 75 and 85 year old <laughs> but I will still be doing it yeah so um, you know those those things the question is why am I making myself uncomfortable it's not comfortable to push yourself as hard as I push myself it's not comfortable to not eat what you want to eat sometimes it's also not comfortable to, to lapse into whatever I would have lapsed into had I not chosen the challenge. Right. The, the dopamine rush and the adrenaline rush you get from, I mean, you look at any addiction and these day and ages, your phone is an addiction. You get at the end of each week, if you don't, if you have an iPhone and you've turned off the screen time, cause you were like so ashamed that you were on your phone for eight hours a day, turn it back on. So you can see, what you're actually doing on your phone day after day. I just got the screen report. And because I'm injured, I was on my phone most of the week doing work. I wasn't really able to move around much. So I had like eight hours of screen time. That is ridiculous. Day after day, eight hours of my waking moments are browsing Instagram, TikTok, this and that. And yes, part of my job is that. 
but I wouldn't say it's eight hours. I say it's like mm-hmm. an hour to two hours. It's getting ridiculous. When you, well, what if it changed in the last 10 minutes? But that's it. It's what that like? instant gratification. Yeah. You make yourself uncomfortable because you do not need instant gratification. If you want something out of life that's truly worth having, instant success, instant gratification is not going to give you a good feeling, to be honest. It will give you a little rush. And that's why gambling is such a big addiction. You get that little rush of like, oh my God, I just made $100 on the, the slot machine. Let's put it all back in. And then 10 minutes later, you lost all that money and you're back down to ground zero. It's the yeah. same with, it's the same with doing drugs. You know, you, you smoke weed and you, you get high and you feel great. And then what happens after that high goes away, you kind of are like, oh man, that felt pretty good. Same with any other drugs, same with alcohol. You know, when you go to the gym, hell man, you could even say, and I will say it because there is a certain addiction because of mental health issues like body dysmorphia that you get into the gym. You're like, oh, I'm all puffed up. I feel great. 15 minutes after you're done your workout, you're back down to normal size. And you're like, oh, I need to get back to the gym. Wear my sweatshirt. I'm, I hate myself. Yada, yada, yada. I can say that because I was there. It is not healthy. You need to, and that's, we are trainers. Our job is to tell people you are not going to get results within the three months that you think you're going to get. You're going to get results that you want within like the next five years. And if you tell people that they're like, you're a shit trainer. I'm just going to go to the next guy who's promising me abs in two weeks. Oh yeah. He said I could do it in six weeks. So, so why, why would I listen to you if I can go and get this, the abs in the six weeks? Because you need to build habits. You need to build something of your life that is not just snap of the fingers. I get it. The good thing about training that way too is, is that it teaches you that life is built the same way. I mean, Rome was not built in a day. Well, it wasn't. Um, you know, uh, you learn uh, that that the best things take time when you're, you're weight training, when you're in the gym. But that's the truth of life. You don't... We enter into the workforce as young wide-eyed, bright things, expecting that within the next two years, we will be where our parents are, but they're in their 40s. Why can't I buy a house at 30? Why can't I, you know, all those things. You know, I'm, Walter's 19 years old with his first credit card and acting like he owns the world. Then he gets the bill, Yeah. right? Well, you have to do it without getting the bill. Yeah. And that's done by accomplishing things slowly and for a long period of time. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing is like, and I'm not saying anything because there is, I mean, our housing prices within Canada are absolutely ridiculous, but to go and say, I can't afford it. just uh, scored. Oh, that's the sound. (laughs) (laughs) So to go and say that I'll never be able to afford a house. I'll always be renting. How much are you making a year? Well, I make a hundred thousand dollars. And I've seen this on like personal finance, Canada and Reddit subreddits with real estate. I make a hundred thousand dollars a year and I can't even afford a house. We are effed. And it's like, everything's horrible. It's like, okay, you may not be able to afford a house in Toronto or Oakville or Mississauga. Maybe you have to go two hours outside of the city to afford that house, but you don't want that. You don't want that. You want that instant gratification. 
And, and you could you make know, the there, excuse. There's, there's a whole other question there. Okay, so how many Uber Eats a week do you order? Mm-hmm. How many Ubers do you take when you can take the subway? How many whatever? I mean, if you're not willing to make the sacrifices that will allow you faster, not yeah, that will take you from not able to to able to, but allow you to achieve it faster, then there's a problem. And people don't want to do that. They want the instant gratification of, yeah. here's my pizza. Well, it's the same as like, yeah, and we're going to sound like such assholes talking about this because I know a lot of people are going to disagree with it, but it's true in all, in all honesty. It's like when people tell you to not, you know, in those like, oh, this millionaire told me not to buy Starbucks and have avocado toast. It's like, okay, what they're saying is you need to actually have a budget. You know, I still go out and I get Starbucks, but I do it like maybe once every two weeks because that's when it's in my budget. I am not willing to spend seven fucking dollars for a drink. Excuse my language. But for a coffee that I can make at home for less than 50 cents. Well, that's it too. I mean, what is the cost of avocado toast at home? Yeah, exactly. And it's not even that expensive. Yeah. Like you can do those things. You just have to either modify it. You have to figure out a way that, and again, people are like, oh, well, I only save... I only saved $150 this month. Only? You're just not satisfied because it's not some massive instant gratifying number. $1,600 a year. Exactly. But people aren't impressed with that. When people, when, you know, my dad was a financial advisor. He was an investor. When When he would have people come to him asking for investment advice, he'd be like, this is what you can do safely. And you can get, six to eight percent return month after month which you know every year is like whatever six percent eight percent that's a pretty good return if you're if all you were going to do with that money was either spend it or put in a savings account with like 0.5 percent interest that's a good return but people are like "Mm, no that's not enough it's the same reason why everybody bought in when gamestop was doing its huge run from like whatever dollar to $450. And then people were buying at $450 and losing all their money because they just wanted that instant gratification of being able to make a ton of money. But then they lost all their money because they bought in because it was exciting. It's it. And that's like, this is the point that people are trying to make when they are telling you avoid the Starbucks or wake up earlier, make your bed in the morning have a routine that you stick to every single day it's not because it's going to save you money that you can then buy a house with five years from now 10 years from now even it's setting you up for a better more confident life where you can take action and you can have control of your life and you know exactly what you're worth for example exactly Nobody's saying that's, you know, not going to Starbucks every day is going to have you enough money to buy a house or a condo. We're not saying that. Nobody's saying that. If somebody is, they're stupid. But what they are saying is the habits that you build with managing your money will allow you over time to then maybe realize that the job that's only paying you 60000 a year, you really should be making like 70000 And you now have that confidence because you're, you are already in an uncomfortable position from waking up early from not always giving yourself the satisfaction of buying a Starbucks or maybe waking up to go to the gym when you don't want to, that builds something in you that allows you to progress in life. And you need that 
out of life. You need that uncomfortable obstacle that is telling you, you can't get past me. And you have to be the one that either climbs over the wall, finds a way around it, or better yet, breaks through it. Absolutely. That's why we lift weights. Because lifting no weight builds no muscle. There's no resistance. And there's psychic muscles. There's soul muscles. There's intellectual muscle. Mm-hmm. There's financial when the last, muscle. When was the last time you read a good book? Right. When was the last time you saved some money? Yes, all those things. Yeah. But it I takes mean, work. That's it. I mean, I, if you're like me, for the longest time, I, would, I, love, I love books. I love reading books. But there was a period where it was like, I'll buy books and I'll just leave them on the shelf because Instagram and TikTok and YouTube are more fun. But am I learning anything from that? There's tons of great tutorials on YouTube of people explaining how to do things and, you know, exactly what you would get out of a book. But that's the easy way out, in my opinion. And I'm not saying you don't have to watch tutorials. I'm just saying read more. (laughs) Yeah, I I used to be the same. I'd get up and I'd, I'd do the usual morning routine. But then while I'm eating breakfast, I can either turn on my iPad or I can pick up a book while I'm eating breakfast. It makes more sense to pick up the book. Same with even like if you were in the gym, again, this is just if you really want to go hardcore with it, don't listen to music. Focus exactly on what you're doing in that gym. Focus on the pain you're feeling in your legs when you're going for that two mile run, three mile run. You know, you don't have to be perfect off the start. You don't have to be a marathon runner. You know, people always ask, we talked about this with Terry the other day, but like I, I injured my rib again. This is the fourth rib injury I've had in like the past six months, seven months from boxing, all from the same guy. It was, it's always the same sparring partner. The last time I sparred this guy, he broke my rib this time. He, and people are like, why do you keep going back? Cause obviously I didn't learn my lesson yet. I'm not a better boxer yet. So I'm going to keep going back to that guy. I'm going to keep going back, possibly, you know, getting a bloody nose you know, putting myself in uncomfortable situations until I become better and comfortable enough that I know exactly what I should be doing in that ring. There is no way. Backing away is not going to do it. That's it. You don't like boxing is great because I think it could be the closest thing. Any sort of fight is like the closest thing to a war that you'll get, like being a soldier that you'll get, you know, being the lone survivor, you are life or death. There is no way around it. When you have bullets whizzing by your, your ear, like this dude broke his back. He was shot up. He had a grenade go off by his leg. He was messed up. The closest thing in real life where you can put yourself in a situation without actually like having to really worry about life or death is kind of, you know, fighting MMA, boxing, Muay Thai, whatever. You're putting that yourself in that situation. When you're in an actual fight, and I learned this very quick, that first hit that you're like, holy, it rocks you a little bit. It's like, that was, that's a lot harder than even just a sparring match. You know, you get hit hard. You're like, I got two options here. I can either quit and back down. I can get knocked out or I can keep fighting until the bitter end. And that's what you have to do because nobody wants to be the quitter. Nobody wants to just back out and say, eh, I was content with what I did. Cause you know, deep down you weren't, mm. you definitely aren't going to let some dude try to F you up because you know that 
that's not going to be good either. So what do you have to do? You have to keep pushing forward and fight. When you're uncomfortable with, with bodybuilding, and this is what I love about bodybuilding nowadays, is like people are like, oh, it's hard. I'd rather do it if it eats or if it fits my macros. I'm not saying anything bad about that. I'm just talking more about the complaining. You put yourself into these situations. Stop complaining about it. Across the board. Across the board. Yeah. You voted those guys in. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We complain about every little thing. They're not doing what we want. This isn't the way it's supposed to be. My life isn't what it's supposed to be. Well, what are you doing actively to change the way your life is? Not out there. You can't change them. But what can you do in here to change yourself? Be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. That's going to do it. It works every time. I've used this example time and time and again. COVID wasn't your fault. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't so-and-so's fault. But it is your circumstance. So you have two options. Do you take responsibility for the way your life will turn out with all these new changes? Or are you just going to let somebody else tell you what you have to do? Exactly. And blame them. Mm. You know, when it comes down to you can't get the promotion and it's scary. And this is why people will always fight back. Anytime you bring up something that's like, just ask for a promotion, maybe it's time to quit that job. It's because it's yeah. too scary. Like people are just not willing to accept that fear. It's like, you do have a choice. It's just, are you willing to take it? Hi, Mark. Yeah, that's rolling all the time. Yeah. Yes, I should have closed that door. Ah, that's all right. <laughs> Get to see the other half. Yeah. Yeah. You have to just keep going. That's it. Be uncomfortable. And the best way to start, honestly, is just wake up earlier. Like nobody likes waking up early. So. Yeah. I, I hate to say it. Uh, you know, it, it's changed my life totally. Yeah. Getting up earlier. It means going to bed earlier. Yeah. But that's okay. And we're not saying like wake up at like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. right off the bat. Like you need to wake up, you know, if you wake up at 8 p.m. or 8 a.m. now, sorry, wake up at 7, wake up at 7.30, 30 minutes. And then the next week do 15 minutes more and then like work your way down, like get used to it. You don't have to do it. Instant gratification. I have to change my life all in one go. That's the whole point of this. We're not changing anything like instantly. It's a slow build. Just be a little uncomfortable. Start with. A 15 second cold shower mm -hmm. and then move up to 30 seconds. Yep. And then jump in the ice water. <laughs> and then you basically went off at that point. <laughs> yeah. So there you go, guys. That's all I got for you today. Be uncomfortable. Me too. Be smart with it. You know, mm -hmm. ignore the fact that actually, you know what? One more. I'll, I'll use one more example. Uh, uh, what's his name? Warren Buffett compounding interest okay yeah the guy was a millionaire but he was like 30 35 whatever it was brilliant. He, he was brilliant but you know if you look at the actual wealth he accumulated was in like the past 15 ish years of his life like that's where he became billionaire status was like the last 20 years like after he was the age of 65 was when he actually accumulated because compounding interest time and time again the more money you put in, the more you, the earlier you start and the, the more you put in on the start, it accumulates, accumulates, and accumulates. 
there's a point where you can kind of just leave things alone because you're so used to it. And by, and you're good. Yeah. So that's the last one I have. So if you're in Canada, RSPs. Yeah, exactly. See if you 401ks in the States. That's it. Or better yet, just even like, I don't think truly you do need a financial advisor. You just have to do your own research and invest into something smart. You don't have to look for that one stock that's going to make you millions. Do the smart shit. There's no such thing. Exactly. Just find the smart choice and understand that there will be lows, there will be highs. Can you ride it out though? Can you be uncomfortable during those lows? Can you be uncomfortable during those highs? And then this is just for anything in life. Be smart. Make yourself uncomfortable, guys. Stay safe, guys. Stay breezy. Take care.